in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. And also with you. A very warm welcome from Liverpool Cathedral to this service on the first Sunday in Lent. The Church of England theme for Lent is Embracing Justice. At Liverpool Cathedral we are joining with the Diocese of Liverpool to reflect on justice through our weekly Thursday evening Lent course entitled Embracing Justice. With other Christians throughout the country we are remembering the cry of the prophet Isaiah. It is not this advance that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice. As the Live Lent website says, we are called to reflect on the injustices of the world and ask what God is calling us to do about them. Over the 40 days of Lent, we step into God's work in the here and now, and in doing so, we will, with God's help, move from brokenness towards wholeness. The sacrifice of God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart God will not despise. Let us come to the Lord, who is full of compassion, and acknowledge our transgressions in penitence and faith. God of mercy, we acknowledge that we are all sinners. We turn from the wrong that we have thought and said and done and are mindful of all that we have failed to do. For the sake of Jesus, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and help us to live each day in the light of Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
come into the land that the Lord your God has given you as an, as an inheritance to possess, and you possess it and settle it, you shall take some of the first of all the fruit of the ground, which you harvest from the land that the Lord your God has given you, and you shall put it in a basket, and go to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. You shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, Today, I declare to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean is my ancestor. He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us by imposing hard labour on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. The Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders, and he brought us to this place and gave us this land a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. You shall set it down before the Lord your God, and bow down before the Lord your God. Then you, together with the Levites and the aliens who reside among you, shall celebrate with all the bounty that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.
according to Luke. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority. For it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, Throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. But Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put your Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him, until an opportune time. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Good morning. There's a church in Brighton called One Church that is really involved in using their resources for the common good and to build healthy and fairer and flourishing communities as well as their regular Sunday gatherings and their midweek gatherings, they also run a six-acre therapeutic market garden that they run with people who come from various areas of vulnerabilities. And they run a fantastic food scheme called CHOMP, which they do alongside people who are struggling with food poverty. And they have a whole variety of other initiatives like that, that they are doing together, working to build a healthy natural world alongside healthy, vibrant, positive, fairer, flourishing communities. There is a group of churches in Malawi, the Assemblies of God in Malawi, who work in the Salima district, a rural district in the center of Malawi. And they are working with families who live season by season. They rely on their crops, both in order to provide the food for themselves and for their families, and also any surplus they then sell, so that then provides them with an income and with the livelihood that they need in order to be able to buy the things they need to live. Climate change is devastating those communities, those families in Malawi. As extreme weather events are becoming increasingly common, crops are being devastated, either by a lack of rain, which means that the crops don't grow, 
or by the rain then coming so hard that it washes all of the crops away and people are being pushed into poverty and starvation. The Assemblies of God are working there with those families with a scheme that at Tear Fund we call conservation agriculture. Really simple basic stuff around crop rotation, taking care of the soil, using compost, using manure, really good practices that take care of the earth, that protect the soil from soil erosion and look after the vital resources of water and other things that are needed to grow the crops and vitally it increases crop yields. Both the church in Brighton and what the Assemblies of God are doing with families and churches in Malawi, they're just two examples of where the church in the UK and around the world are working to bring about justice in creation. People and the wider natural world flourishing together. This Sunday is the first Sunday of Lent and even though nowadays we often take a more creative approach to Lent and to our Lenten practices, fundamentally Lent is about giving things up. It's about abstinence. That can play into the idea that Christianity is all about a rejection of the material world and is just about uh, rejecting this world so that we can be whisked off to heaven, you know, a kind of too heavenly minded to be of any earthly good kind of thing. And so it's a joy that our Old Testament reading this Sunday for this first Sunday of Lent begins with the very clear affirmation that good things come from God. We have read this morning, he brought us to this place and brought us to a land, gave us a land flowing with milk and honey. We live in a world created by a generous God, not a world that is boring and bland and that God dislikes and wants to get rid of as quickly as possible, but a world that is beautiful, a diverse, bountiful, beautiful world that we have been placed in to enjoy and to look after. And we have been placed in this world as people who have been created in God's image. That phrase is a radical equalizing of all human beings. We also are full of diversity, full of beauty, full of difference, and yet in the midst of that difference, all of us are equal in God's sight. So we have this clear truth in our Old Testament reading today that all good things come from God. And it's from this position, recognizing that God is the originator of the good things that we enjoy, that we then see a call to generosity our passage talks about us taking the first fruits and giving them to God. This isn't about a measly minded attitude where we live with everything ourselves and then just give the very last bit to God. This is about giving the best things to God, the first things to God. Our Deuteronomy reading actually finishes on what to me was quite a surprising note. 
It finishes by saying, Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. Not just you, not just you will rejoice in all the good things that the Lord has given you and your household, but you and the Levites and the foreigners who reside among you will rejoice. And in fact, I'm, I'm going to go on and read verse 12 as well, because it continues by saying, When you have finished setting aside a tenth of all your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, you shall give it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless and the widow, so that they may eat in your towns and be satisfied. Why do we give to God? Why do we give our first fruits? Is it because God needs it? Is it because God is a capricious God who we need to appease somehow by giving a sacrifice? Our God is a, um, a God, a scary God who we don't know how God's going to behave. And, and so we need to give these sacrifices in order to make sure that he doesn't do something terrible. No, we give first fruits. We are generous because God's bounty is to be a blessing to others. This concept of the first fruits, this generous living, comes from us reflecting God's overflowing love. God's love, God's blessing, God's bounteousness overflows into his creation. You just have to look around at the creation to see how God's overflowing love has brought that about. And it's from that overflowing love that we then reflect that and overflow with the good things that we have to other people. So there is a strong biblical call to justice, to love, to compassion, to caring for those who are in need, to caring for those who are living in poverty including the stranger, the foreigner, the fatherless, the widow, so that they may also eat and be satisfied and may be able to enjoy and benefit from the good things that God has given us. And there's a strong biblical call to be taking care of the wider world that we all inhabit. There's a strong call to be working for justice and the flourishing of all God's creatures and the ecosystems that God has created for all of us to inhabit and to enjoy together. It's when we fail to acknowledge that God is the originator of what we have. It's when we fail to give things away. It's when we hold tight to what we have. It's when we say, this is mine. It's when we seek to get more things, regardless of the damage that that might cause. It's when we fail to see that, God, that God's human creation is created equal. That's when we see injustice in creation. We see it in the seas. We see injustice in the seas. We see injustice in the land. We see injustice in the air. We see injustice all around us 
through the way we live, through the way we don't take care of other people and of our resources, through the way we pollute and want to get more for ourselves without taking care of what is around us. We see injustice in the climate crisis. We've been hearing about that this week through the UN report that has been such a stark reminder of the seriousness of the situation that we, in, that we are in. That is an injustice. A person in the UK consumes as much in six days as a person in Malawi consumes in a year. That is an injustice. We see injustice in the current actions of Vladimir Putin. Those actions will cause, are causing untold suffering, both to human lives and to the wider natural world. We think of the impact that those actions are going to be having, are having on energy, the impact that it's going to be having on food prices, on people living in poverty, on people living in food poverty, as we have heard so often, 30% of the world's grain comes from the Ukraine and Russia. Those actions are going to lead to an environmental crisis and to a social and a humanitarian crisis. These issues are complex, of course. Injustice in creation is complicated and it takes many forms. And it's interlinked so often with so many other things, including issues of gender and of race. In my work at Tear Fund, I see how complicated justice is, how complicated it is to work for justice, to untangle those different intersections. And I see so often how justice for people is deeply bound up with justice for the earth, for the whole world. Justice for creation is complicated and it involves both people and the wider natural world. So what do we do with these enormous things that we're faced with today? Lent gives us the opportunity to follow Jesus' example as he went into the wilderness for 40 days, as we have read about in our Gospel reading from Luke 4. Lent gives us the opportunity to take time, to take this next period, to consider our own temptations. Do I forget to thank God for the good things that he has blessed me with? I know that I am so often tempted to say this is mine and to hold things tightly rather than with an open hand. I know that I am tempted to use the good things that God has given me purely to build a better life for myself rather than using them also to bless others and to bless the wider creation. So on this first Sunday of Lent with 40 days ahead of us, Let's pause, let's bring to God those temptations. Let's bring to God those things that he may have been stirring in us through the course of this service. And let's ask God to use these days to help us grow 
in wisdom and in prayer and in generosity. Amen. Let us declare our faith in God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and was seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for your creation. We praise you for the wonders of the earth, for plants, trees, animals, rivers, oceans, mountains, desert places and wild open green fields. The beauty and mystery of your world fill us with awe. But we have neglected our responsibility for this earthly home. We have not cared enough to maintain balance or sustain resources. For that we are sorry. Give us time, O oh loving God, to try to put things right. Give us skills and capacity to participate in the renewal of your creation. Your beautiful earth cries out for justice. It groans and sighs for the restoration and healing. And we want to play our part. In the power of your graceful spirit, help us to be practical, be good stewards and bringers of hopeful, resilient action for climate change and earth justice. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, who came to save. Amen. Heavenly Father, your Son battled with the powers of darkness and grew closer to you in the desert. Help us to use these days to grow in wisdom and prayer, that we may witness to your saving love, in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, give you grace to grow in holiness, to deny yourselves, take
up your cross and follow him. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and